Hey, Monica. Hey, Jennifer. Tell us about our guest today. Our guest today is Alden Bleese, founder and chief creative officer of RED, which stands for Radiant Energy Deliciously Derived, a line of plant-based, low-sugar, and high-fiber energy bars with ingredients that are inspired by and derived from nature. Like so many inventions and products that came before it, Alden founded Red out of necessity and sort of by accident. As a college student, Alden ran out of money on his meal plan and began making the first edition of his signature bars using bulk items from his local health store. We'll get into the full story with Alden, but from there, Red went from a business out of Alden's backpack to a thriving company that's been named Best Plant-Based Energy Bars by publications like Minimalist Baker, Runner's World, and Pop Sugar and Poosh. Yes. And one thing that struck me as we were talking to Alden about Red is we often come back to this idea of giving people the tools they need to thrive in nature, whether that's having a great winter coat so you can still go outside when it's super chilly. Or when we talked about with John Jett a couple of weeks back, making sure people have the education and access to the tools that help them forge a positive relationship with the outdoors. And so I was thinking, you know, what could be better to throw in your hiking bag than a healthy energy boosting snack? Absolutely. So let's get to an interview with Alden Blease. Hey, Alden, how are you? Hey, doing well, Jennifer. How are you? We are so good. We're so thankful for you to take the time today to be on the Biophilic Solutions podcast with me and Monica. I think last time I spoke to you, I think last I saw it was maybe an IG live right at the beginning of the pandemic. Was it like March or April of 2020, maybe? Yeah, we were IG live. I was walking around a pond and you were out there somewhere as well. And it was really neat. Yeah, it was great. So I know a lot has happened since then. So I know, Monica, I've been talking about you for quite a while. So we're thankful that you could sneak on and uh, chat with us today. Alden, where are you located today? Where are you hanging out? I'm in Freeport, Maine. Nice. Is that where you grew Uh, up? I grew up a little bit north of here, but this is where I live now. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, one of the things that I would love to know, Jennifer is pretty familiar with the brand, but I would love to know, how did you name it, first of all? And what does RED, R-E-D-D stand for? And then how did it come to be? That's a great question. So first off, RED stands for Radiant Energy Deliciously Delivered. And we have a line of plant-based protein bars that are packed with adaptogens and pre and probiotics. And the way this all came to be goes back to my childhood. When I was really young, my grandfather was diagnosed with cancer of the intestines, and it was just really traumatic for all of us. And he ended up with a colostomy bag and a feeding port and lived without the ability to eat for eight years, just absolutely devastating. And eventually he died of an infection. But the good that came out of that devastating, horrible situation was that I realized the importance of health, healthy lifestyle. Fast forward to high school, I was researching health and you know, diets and stuff and trying these things out using my body as a laboratory. And I was working out a lot, playing soccer, lacrosse, snowboarding, running. And I ended up being scouted for a modeling agency down in New York City. And so the following year after I graduated, I went down to New York and indulged in all the delicious food down there, all, <laughs> of the, all the vegan food. It's so good. And I really like that part of New York more than I like the modeling part. So I realized my passion was vegan food and eating. And I went back to school the following year because I wanted to find ways to help people and learn more about the body. So went to school for biological engineering up at UMaine and I was completely broke. Mm. I didn't have the money to really be there. Mm -hmm. And I ended up running out of meal funds in the first few weeks of school. 
And when that happened, I was eating a vegan diet and working out a lot. So Mm -hmm. I had to find a way to fuel that lifestyle. So I went to the local health food store and filled a bag full of bulk ingredients. These were things like Oprah and coconut, goji berries, maca, cacao, like favorite Mm -hmm. superfoods just packed into one. And I felt amazing eating it. And pretty soon my friends noticed that I was breaking chunks off of this dough that was in my backpack. And they're like, (laughs) what's that stuff that you have there? And I said, here, try some. And they're like, wow, that's pretty good. Can you make some for us? So I was like, yeah, sure. $10 and you can have a bag full of this stuff. So so I ended up eventually coming up with a name. I called it Rawgasms and they, uh, (laughs) that was the best thing ever. (laughs) Perfect perfect college naming. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And this is about 12 years ago. Yeah, like 11. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. It was mm-hmm. a long time ago. I love it. Yep. And when you say that it was dough, was it a raw mixture of these sort of bulk ingredients or were you baking it at all? 100% raw. Basically, I was making this stuff in plastic bags in my dorm room and selling it to my friends. And mm-hmm. so I had the epiphany to create a bar out of this big bag. And I started printing off labels on an HP printer, not my <laughs> printer. And yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. And so I sold them to stores. I'd drive around in a loop and I realized that was my passion. Didn't have enough money to really go back for the next year of school. So mm-hmm. I just started making bars and eventually a few years into making bars and upgrading everything, including the recipes and working out of a commercial kitchen and the labels, I realized that the name was kind of getting in the way. And so Hmm. had a few big customers at the same time that this amazing synchronicity of the universe that happened they both said to me the same thing you have to change the name to prepare for greater distribution so Mm -hmm. that's what I did took a couple years to figure out what should look like so red is what came of it and I love it one of the things that you say you mentioned so plant-based completely I think most people understand what that is whole foods but a lot of times people throw around these words, aptogens or superfood ingredients. Can you go down a path with us a little bit? I may even have an understanding, but what do those words mean to you? And what are those particular ingredients? Well, let's start off with adaptogens because adaptogens are really important. They're also like one of the hottest things right now, but they've been around for thousands of years and the same with so-called superfoods and mm-hmm. adaptogens simply mean, well, if you break down the word adapt to stress is how you can remember it. It's adapting. So they help you adapt to daily stress. And that's why they're so important. And so we have a few adaptogens in our products. We have a mushroom blend, chaga, reishi, cordyceps. We have maca. We have a new line of elixirs that are incredible, zero sugar. And we actually put L-theanine, which is another adaptogen. I've never heard of that one. Wait, can you say that again? It's L-theanine, so L-theanine, and it's found in green tea, among other things. Mm -hmm. And it is fantastic for mood and concentration and helps with relaxation and sleep, among other things. And it works Mm -hmm. well with coffee because it reduces the jitteriness that people might experience. Interesting. So So interesting. Would I drink these straight or? It's a powder. A powder. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. They're powdered elixirs. So we would ship you the powder and you can mix it with your favorite plant-based milk or water or whatever you're feeling like having. It's so delicious. And they're hundred percent soluble in water, Mm -hmm. which is very different because they have plant-based protein and to actually have the mouthfeel, 
like mm-hmm. we have in the elixirs is not something you'll find out in the market right now. Okay. Well, I know that you shipped some stuff to me, but Jennifer was closer to you. So she got her bag already. Okay. And so I'm super excited to try out the elixir. I'm always thinking about like what's new or even my kids, my 16 year olds doing a lot of sports. And so we're always sort of talking to him about like, what's that recovery drink that he could have that isn't full of sugars or caffeine or junk. We've been looking at some different things, but this sounds mm-hmm. pretty cool. How do you tell people to do they drink it first thing in the morning or like Monica just said recovery or is an afternoon snack or how do you suggest people drink the, the elixirs as needed, but I love to have it in the morning and yeah. other people have as well. I mean, we just put it on our website a few days ago, actually. Oh, no kidding. Uh, so it's we, brand we new. Launched, yeah, it's brand new. We launched it last year, just did a little test and then we revamped the whole thing and made it so much better. And so we're really excited about it, but people love to drink it for morning coffee replacement. And it works great for that because it will give you the sustained energy and concentration slash mood boost that you might be looking for in the morning slash all day. So, I mean, I drink it all day and it works great for me. And that's actually your water bottle and yeah, toss it in your water bottle, mix it around. You could use hot or cold water. I was drinking this stuff during the pandemic. I just was using it for my own use. And so then I decided, well, I think other people would really benefit from this because I feel a profound impact on my own health, my mood, my concentration. So I I want to be able to share that with people. I love it. And this is the first quote unquote brand extension. Correct. Yeah. That's so exciting. Would you say your favorite thing is discovering new ingredients to work together? Or do you like selling the products out in the market? Or do you like both of them equally? That's a really good question. I I get most excited about creating things that haven't really been created before. I just get really excited about thinking. Like I, I went on a walk this morning out in the woods and I was thinking about how I could do something that's never been done before. And that was really fun. And that's what gets me charged up to break out the lab equipment in the middle yeah. of the night and just make things when everybody else is sleeping. <laughs> Can I say that? I love watching you on TikTok. Maybe it's Instagram. Oh, and I love you out like in the woods and you're talking about the trees and the plants and the why and like, what they do. So I'm like, that's so interesting. Like Alden's teaching me something every day. So keep up the great work on all the social because I love learning about the plants from your point of view and your perspective. It's really interesting. I appreciate it. I wasn't really that into Instagram, but TikTok is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like I used to make videos when I was a kid. So it's now perfect like, coming back full <laughs> circle. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, it is. So the whole social media and TikTok is fascinating to see where they're going. And there's so many fun TikTok videos these days. You mentioned that. So most of this, you like kind of bootstrapped it, right? In the early days, it was just you and just little by little adding on and pulling it together from a brand perspective, change the name. Where was your like first win from a distribution that felt like beyond maybe some of your local health food stores? What were some of the exciting places that you got into? Well, the first big thing that happened outside of those local health food stores was a convenience store distributor slash you know, college store distributor in the Northeast called Pine State. And Pine State was acquired by a much larger company, but that was like 600 points of distribution. It was a wow. lot. Wow. And that's part of why I changed the name because the owner of Pine State had found the Rawgasms bar at the local health food store. And she said, this is a great product. We would love to sell this, but you have to change the name. So that was like the first major thing that happened, which is why the name changed from Rawgasms to Red. Mm -hmm. And during that process, 100% bootstrapped, 
And then I took on a loan and then I found a manufacturer and had my first run, which absolutely failed. And I had like all these customers lined up ready for the first bars and they were so excited. And so I had to actually wait a whole year and sell them. That was a huge thing that happened, but it was all based on that one massive customer. Um, So eventually it all worked out. It just took another year. Yeah. And, and just manufacturing mishaps. Is that sort of what happened or? Yeah, that was a packaging mishap and mm. the packaging company just did something that didn't work out so well. The packaging uh. just, it hadn't dried. It was like, it was totally weird anomaly that just doesn't happen. Mm. And we didn't realize that it wasn't dry and we ended up running the packaging material. And so it destroyed the product. Ugh. I'm so sorry. I love the new name. I think it's super cool. Radiant Energy Deliciously Delivered. And, mm-hmm. and even if you don't know what RED stands for, that's such a cool thing. Like it's such a great name just from the acronym. But then I love it's kind of like still has that sexy, but not mm-hmm. but more palatable. Right. When you did this, did you think eventually that you wanted to raise funding, which you just you got in 2019, which sounds like maybe right before the pandemic, you got a pretty big infusion of funding? We'll be right back after a quick break. Jennifer, guess what's coming up and where we get to hang out. What's that, Monica? The (laughs) Biophilic Leadership Summit. It's back this March 24th through 26th. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see you in person again. It's been way too long. I know, me too. And we invite all our listeners to come to this year's summit. We're going to be exploring biophilic placemaking and how we use biophilic principles to promote health, happiness, and vitality in public spaces. Yes. And I was just reading over the schedule, which I'm very excited about. There are so many great speakers and panels. And when you get to join us, I'll be doing a nature walk and moderating a wonderful panel on activating community spaces with two incredible women, an architect and an urban planner. So this summit is put on by the Biophilic Institute and Biophilic Cities Project. So you can also come meet all of the leading experts in biophilia. And in addition to all incredible multiple presentations, we're going to have all sorts of great farm to table meals, plus cocktails, some book signings and lots of networking, which is always a favorite. And it's going to be at your and my favorite place, the Inn at Serenby. Yep, that's one of my favorite places, as you know. So join us in B for the 6th Annual Biophilic Leadership Summit from March 24th to March 26, 2024. And you can learn more about the summit and register today at biophilicsummit.com. That's biophilicsummit.com. We hope to see you there. We'll see you soon. Bye, Jen. Bye. Back then, I had a huge vision for what this could be. And I didn't really realize what that would look like in terms of funding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're here, we raised money and it's a very different thing because there are so many people that are now involved and it's great mm-hmm. because back then it was just like me trying to do everything and now mm-hmm. we're a team. So that's so great. That's the great part of it. Yeah. And everybody who's involved as an investor has a little bit of ownership in the success of this. And so we have a lot of allies on board. So that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. And such a great time. Like you're doing this in such a way in a space where like you said, the first year was like that epic, like, 
wow, like a misstep, but a lesson learned. And here you are in a time when the world is really kind of listening to why plants matter, why my food matters, why I need to be eating a little more healthy or thinking about my food a little bit better. So I think your timing is so spot on for your growth and your trajectory of what you're doing and just releasing these new elixirs. So you must be feeling like you're just starting, even though you've been doing this for years, you must feel like there's so much room for you to grow and to do so much impactful work. You're right. It's like I have these restarts every so often. It feels like in life and with the brand, it feels like there's a new launch pad every so often. This is definitely one of them. And we've had several of those with like packaging refreshes and formula refreshes and new product launches. And now we have the new line. And so there's a lot of that and it will continue into the future. As we are an innovative brand, we'll continue to have these like launch pad moments where it feels like we're starting from ground zero. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who do you say, or would you say is your primary customer right now? Are they teenagers? Are they millennials? Are they kind of everybody? Or is it just more people that are outdoorsy or sports or definitely not like the olden days, like granola food would have to be like, oh, it's hippie or it's kind of crunchy or whatever. Because I've been eating your bars for like way over a year and I love them. But who do you say is your target market right now? Who's consuming the most? It's a good question. It's all over the map. We have people who have been like buying them for like probably eight or so years. And then we have the newcomers to the brand and yeah. people who are finding them in all kinds of different places like Erewhon and Whole Foods and then through Poosh and Amazon. And so we have you know, anybody who's looking for adaptogens and low sugar and prebiotic fiber, and they really want the most out of their bar. And these are the people who we love to provide our product to and who we create for. One of the things that I think comes through in the brand is really not only the food is so important, the ingredients are so important, but really caring for the planet, right? And thinking about ethically sourced healthy ingredients. Talk a little bit about that and where do you see that fitting into the brand? In terms of sustainability and conservation and the environment, we are a plant-based brand and Mm -hmm. plant-based is very sustainable for the planet. It's super clean. We're able to feed more people. It saves a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing that we can do in order to be helping to heal the people and the planet. Mm-hmm. That's why we're plant-based. And then we're also using fair trade chocolate and we're using sustainable ingredients. And so that's really how we're doing it now. And do you have a hard time finding those ingredients sometimes? We have an organic farm where I live and we're really good friends with the Rodale folks with regenerative agriculture, but we know that a lot of the traditional big boy packaged goods companies are starting to come to Rodale and say, we can't get enough organic X, wheat, soy. Are you finding that you're having problems sourcing or do you feel like that's been easy to do for you guys? In terms of sourcing sustainable slash mm-hmm. the best ingredients, back when I started, it was more of a challenge. But as time has gone on, the supply chains have become more robust and there's more of a demand for it. And we're sourcing mm-hmm. in areas where it's a little bit more niche mm-hmm. and specialized and higher cost. And so we're finding that we always seem to find enough of our ingredients, fortunately. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like as time goes on, we're just going to see more and more of these organic, sustainable ingredients and such. So Mm -hmm. I was reading something the other day that organic was first, I don't know if it was like the first certification through the federal government was 02, 2002, maybe. And it was a $13 million 
it was, wow. they sold $13 million worth of organic, which just sounds so tiny right now. And now yeah. it's something like $40 billion or yeah. something. And so it is really exciting to see these changes happen. Part of that is it attributing to companies like you who are basically demanding those mm-hmm. ingredients from the farmers or the sources that you're putting into the product. And you're giving an option for people. I think that's the best part. Although what you're doing is like, you're young and you're like such a go-getter and I want you to create a difference, not just, Hey, I like it and taste delicious. It's like here, I have a movement to really move people to think about what they're eating for themselves and the planet. And it's so community-based. So like, how do we do things better for ourselves? And it could be simple enough of creating something really delicious in a bar or an elixir, but that changes the way people think about how they're consuming things and how they're like taking hold in their own communities. And it's really the cool opportunity to be a part of like, people want to be a part of a brand that's doing something important. You must be feeling that. Yeah, absolutely. Ultimately, our goal is to just give people what they want slash what, you know, and by doing that, we're doing our job. And it's interesting. Walmart is the largest purchaser slash consumer of organic produce now. Mm-hmm. And it's really not so much about us. It's just about what, our consumers want and what people want, because that's why it's a $40 billion a year industry versus a $13 million industry. And I'm hoping those numbers, right? Oh, yeah, it sounds right to me. But regardless, huge growth, even if the numbers aren't exactly right, Mm -hmm. huge, huge growth in organic. And I feel like we're just continuing into more and more sustainable practices. And I feel like people are really starting to see how their individual lives impact the planet. Mm-hmm. What role do you think food and energy play in connecting people back to the natural world? Because I think that's something that Jennifer and I talk about and on this podcast is you have to connect people to the natural world in order for them to care about it and also make it not an other. It's a place, it's an everyday place. Like you were saying, you're walking in the forest. I know Jennifer was in the park earlier. How do we make nature a thing that we are a part of rather than a place that we go to. And I'm just curious how you see food playing that role. Food and brands have the opportunity to tell a story. So just through the brand, just through the packaging, they could inspire people to connect back to the the land. The story of the ingredients is a way to connect back to the fields and the forest in the case of mushrooms. So I feel like brands have the power to inspire people. And that's very exciting. I tend to agree. (laughs) Now we're always trying to figure out how do we expand, we call it kind of a biophilic movement, but it's like everybody's a part of it because we're all part of nature. And that's one of the big things that we're trying to get the word out that you can make thoughtful decisions in your life and what you're purchasing is a huge part of it. Because, right, we decide every Mm -hmm. day with our pocketbook and those can be part of the movement is letting people know food is like one of the most important things of what you're putting in your body Mm -hmm. of what's happening there. You mentioned Whole Foods earlier, so I could find it at Whole Foods. Where else can people find it? You can find it at Publix. You can find it at Erewhon. I mean, there are a bunch of retailers Uh out there, but the great place to go is redbar.com. So that's R-E-D-D-B-A-R.com. Nice. And you can also find us on Amazon as okay. well as Poosh, Poosh.com. And I hadn't heard of Poosh before. Tell me what Poosh is. Poosh was started by Kourtney Kardashian. It's her e-com brand. So nice. we really love Poosh. And okay. Yeah. So any of those options work really well. You'll find us online and you'll get a beautiful package at your door in a few days. Fantastic. So definitely the most that. convenient way to buy red bars and the elixirs. 
And the elixirs are only available on our website. So oh, okay. that's good. Yeah. And they're under the red lab. Oh, nice. For them. And little, how yeah, has tab. the elixirs, have you gone out to talk to your distributors to say, do you guys want to pick this up next? Or do they feel like it's a different category or how do they think about bringing that in alongside or? It's so new that we're just allowing our current customers the opportunity to try it and enjoy it. And we made a small run of them. And so we're really testing it out and people Uh seem to really love it. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to test mine out now that I have some today. So now I have to have some. This is my first time I've sat down all day. So I'm really excited to mix them up then when we finish our conversation. I know. Well, I'm always looking amazing. For, yeah, good. I'm like, I'm sitting here with some almonds, but like, I'm always looking for like a good bar that it doesn't spike me because I feel like so much of the stuff has just like, besides ugh, sugar, high sugars, and, yeah. which is just not good, whether you want sugar or not, just like from a jittery but i love the idea of this elixir with green tea ingredient in it because that's just an easy way and then you're also getting hydrated <laughs> ding, ding, yeah ding. <laughs> ding, there's ding. and it's actually so low sugar is a pillar of our brand okay. you know, our products don't have much sugar and the elixirs actually have less than a gram of sugar so we call it zero sugar but it's so low in sugar that it won't spike your blood sugar at all and it's packed with pre and probiotics. And when you combine those two, it's called a symbiotic. They work together. Ah. And another part of having great synergy in terms of ingredients is that we have trace minerals in the product. And, uh-huh. and that combination of pre and probiotics, the prebiotics actually help you absorb more trace minerals. So that works right. together. And the trace minerals help to hydrate you. And you're not getting them from some of the produce that's grown out there because mm-hmm. a lot of conventional farmers will try to grow things using the most efficient means. And so there's deficiency out there with these trace minerals. Yeah. And we've talked about how soil health has really been depleted. And if you don't have healthy soil, you don't have healthy healthy food food. and then you don't have healthy people. That's a big thread along our biophilic solutions conversation. It's always, it always goes back. It always comes back to beauty products, fashion, food, everything comes back to the soil. And it's really fascinating that every single conversation that we have keeps going back to soil health and the health of the planet, the health of the people. It's fascinating. It really, really is. Definitely. And just good inputs. That's a huge thing is like, if you don't have good inputs, how can your products be good? So even if it's not coming out of the soil, but I just think it's super, super important. So you just launched the elixirs. I was going to ask you what's next, but I feel like uh, I'm putting pressure on (laughs) you. I want to know what's happening in the woods. That's going to be the (laughs) thing that nobody, but you can't tell us yet. What are the goals for Red right now? Is it more distribution? What does the next 12 to 18 months look like for you guys? We're focused on innovation. We have a lot that's happening behind the scenes that's really cool. More products that are low in sugar and they'll taste incredible. They'll have interesting textures and all going to be next level. So that's what we're focused on. Love it. Fantastic. That sounds good. Alden, thank you so much. I know we're running out of time. So I just want to say thank you for your time today and to see you again, even though it's virtual. And someday I'm going to come up in the woods and see you actually like doing your thing up there. It'd be fun to go up where you are and just explore the woods with you and see all the plants and the trees firsthand. Yeah. And I was going to That would say, be awesome. I'd love that. Yeah. Invite Let me you know down, when you're up. Invite Ooh. you down to Serenby too and come see us. If you're ever oh, in Atlanta, cool. let us know if you're coming down to pitch anybody yeah. or you're just down for fun. We're just south of the airport and miles and miles of trails. It'd be so Alden, fun. you'd love it. It's so you, like you would, I, as soon as I went to Sarah and B where Monica is and where Katrina is our producer, 
I fell in love with this 2019, 2018, 2019. I went, I said, I can't believe I've never heard of this place. And then I've been addicted. I've tried to go back as often as possible, <laughs> but you would love it there. You'd yeah, it. it feels like red is very much brand aligned. So you, yeah. we'd love to share you with our residents and, and stuff, but it's been a delight to meet you virtually. And I can't wait to try the elixirs. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to check out Serenby and maybe do some foraging down there. That sounds oh, like a wonderful Oh, yeah. Lots thing. of foraging. Amazing. All right. Well, All right. thanks so much. And we'll, we'll look see forward what's to next. This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was so great and so fun to get a swag bag. I know. And I know our producer, Katrina, was pretty excited about the swag, too. Exactly. Have you had a chance to try anything yet? Yeah. So I've tried the bars and I'm actually wearing a red sweatshirt they sent me, which is super cozy. I see that. (laughs) (laughs) And the elixirs are next. I'm super excited to try those. And as I was doing the interview, you know, what really sort of jumped out at me was his focus on ingredients and how important it is to search for the healthiest, most ethically sourced ones. When we shift to a regenerative model, I think it's vitally important that we're eating food that fuels us, but also that we understand where it comes from. Because I can go buy an organic bar and maybe it's great for me on a personal standpoint, but if the product is sourcing ingredients in an unethical way, then I'm sort of reinforcing the status quo. That's so true. And talking about that with Alden sort of reminded me about our conversation with Marcy Zaroff, where we were talking about how the sustainable fashion industry has really grown over the past decade or so. And the fact is, we wouldn't see so many brands shifting to an ethical regenerative model if there wasn't really a growing number and consumer demand for it. You know, it's right. But it's also tough, right? Making those decisions takes effort. So it's helpful to have some go-to ethical brands that we recognize, whether that's online shopping or the grocery store or wherever that case may be. (laughs) Have you seen Alden's TikTok yet? I have. And all of our listeners really need to go find him. We'll put a link in our show notes. The love of nature and the joy of exploring outside is so palpable and also entertaining. Very entertaining. There's one where he finds a fossil, the seashell at 1,000 feet above sea level in Maine. I mean, how incredible is that? I know. It was so amazing. He was such a fun interview. All right, Jennifer. Well, I guess that's it. Until next time. All right. See you next time, Monica. Bye. Bye. Bye.